Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and I Abby, are in shock. I'm extremely upset. My son got married in Dear Ann Landers, I'm very happy to hear that his wife is working out of the woman here at She thinks way too much of herself. She had to get married. Dear Pod. He was, Mark was saying, when did drinks, when did cocktails get up to like $25? It's been happening slowly in front of our eyes and we've not known. It's like when when you don't realize you're getting fat because you see your reflection every day. I'm not saying this to you. Wow. I mean the general population. right at me. (laughs) Hi, I'm Body Dysmorphia. Meet my friend Body Dysmorphia. Hi, hi, I'm Body Dysmorphia. That's what I'm saying, bitch. You and this is my other friend. (laughs) Uh, OCD, I, uh, no, it's, so it happens slowly, yeah. gradually, you know, and you just sort of accept it as your new reality. You're like, well, this is a $16 drink, whatever. This is why I hate when people like give you like, oh, here's their cocktail list because it's just like their idea of some shitty drink that they tacked on five more dollars. Yeah. And when I used to bartend at therapy bar and grill <laughs> in hell's, hell's diner, um, uh, I I would sometimes I have to make the drinks for the servers too. Yeah. And the way the servers makes make their money is to give the cocktail list because it's obviously instead of saying I'll just have a vodka uh, soda right, which is like eight dollars, I'll have the psychotic episode, which is fifteen dollars. Yeah. Was that I, a really a drink? I think it was. Oh, that feels right because it's therapy. Right. Yeah. And it's like all sugar. It's like you know. Oh all yeah, these it's just juices, flavoring. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. So that's their way of like, you know, making their money. That's how they make a lot of money. Well, that and food. So they would okay. bring these fucking drinks in, and I'm so I have to make my own money, which is serving the customers, and then I have to tend to the servers' drinks. So okay. it's just like a ticker tape parade, just like grrr. yeah, yeah. And they had like like twelve things in each one of these fucking things, and I which Always. I absolutely detest making because it's just so fucking time consuming. Then it's witchcraft. That's when you're like, oh god, I have to make a drink with eye of newt and orange juice <laughs> right. and cranberry juice, semen of a righteous man. Yes, and I I mean I got pretty quick. At one point, I turned to one of the waiters because I was like, I have you know I have a certain amount of money that I'd like to make. Yeah. In an evening, and if I can't serve my customers, then. You, you know, can't make your money. men. So I turned to him. I said, get those fucking drink menus off these fucking tables. I am buried in these fucking psychotic episodes and whatever the fuck this thing is. I'm like, Jesus get these Christ. motherfucking snakes off this motherfucking plane. <laughs> it's like. But can they listen to you for that or no? Because well, that's where they make their cash. So right, they can't they're like, change. They're like, Sorry, that's what they want. I'm like, ugh. Fucking! Everybody wants a psychotic, ep- oh, especially at therapy. You know that. Yeah, it's like I think it was like rum, orange juice, pineapple juice, cranberry. I'm like, oh Jesus come on, Christ! I'll have the Xanax spritzer. Oh my god! It was just like, forget it, like forget it. No, but here's the thing: I went to go see a show the other night. I saw Eddie Izzard's Great Expectations. All right. I love Eddie, my favorite comic in the world. Eddie, are you okay? Great expectations. Great. However, comma, I got there early, and I didn't know. It's in these weird, one of these weird, you know, off, off, off Broadway theaters. So you're like, I don't know what's going to be in there. I'd like a glass of wine before the show. 
I don't want to take anything from the Barefoot Chardonnay collection that they may have or may not in their temporary little bar that they've set up at the theater. Barefoot Chardonnay. Bar- <laughs> it, it literally tastes like it's been touched by a barefoot. There's only one set of footprints because Jesus left you. <laughs> Jesus is carrying this this into the ocean to throw it back. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Literally. So there was I mean myself. Myself, myself. Me. I had nothing to do with this wine. I never touched it. Okay? I would rather have the water. He throws it into the water and the entire ocean turns (laughs) into barefoot. God damn it! Damn my powers! I know! I have no control over these blessed (laughs) hands. Oh, now they're bleeding. Now they're bleeding. Great. Now I've contaminated the Chardonnay. Well, maybe so, it'll taste better. So there's this bar around the corner. kind of looks nice, which, first of all, I should have said, mm, looks too nice for me. Sure. It was very pretty. It has soft lighting. And I was like, I t- got time. I went in there, and I was like, I'll just have a Cabernet. House Cabernet. And he presents it to me, and he does the whole, you know, maracas cha-cha, like right. when they show you a wine, and they're like, and then we do, the, and they mock Arena, and then right. they... Give you a little taste. Yeah. Taste it great. Pour it great. I have to go to the theater, so I'll just, um, I'll take the check when you have a sec. And I just started sipping this thing, and he rolled the check in front of me. $29 for one glass of wine. <laughs> and I have, because now you're the asshole who never asked or never saw. But you think of house wine, and they put the cocktail list in front of me, and it was like 18 bucks a cocktail. So, you know, what we think is like, ooh, that's classic 2018 right. cocktail pricing. Why in God's name would I think a glass of wine would be more than their anxiety riddler or whatever they... And you never want to ask because then you seem cheap. Then you look like the asshole. Right. But oh, I'm sorry. Well, how much is the cocktail? <laughs> oh, it's $29. And they look at you like, listen, server. I mean... You can't afford this either. Exactly. You can't tell me for a second that if you walked into a bar and somebody said, this is a $29 glass of wine, you wouldn't think twice or at least blink a little bit. Oh, definitely blink. I would... Yeah. Well, I have a physiological reaction to this stuff, and I have to tamp it down. And I know this comes from my mother because years, years ago, when she came to visit me, we went to Rockefeller Center, and she was like, I'm going to buy an ornament. And it was a little hand-painted ornament. And one of these chotch Rockefeller Center stores, and she goes up to the front, and she goes to buy it, and she thought that she read the uh, the price tag, and it said $5, but she went to go check out, and they were like, that'll be $50. And I watched it wash over her as she slowly gave the woman her credit card because you can't back out now. Yes, you can. No, I you're disagree. at the front and you've got you've already got your card in your hand and you you watched like her eyes sort of went dead. <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly what happened to me with the wine where I was like this is happening to me. <laughs> right, but, you've, Just, but you've already drank it. Your mom could have been like, "Oh, what the fuck?" Uh, no, and she could you picture moth Ever being no. like, oh, this is a stupid $50 for an ornament. Because that's what's happening in her head. The mm-hmm. hamster wheel starts going. And the hamster's like, oh, my God, it's $50 for an ornament. Oh, my God. And in my head, I had already taken two sips. And I was like, that's $13 that you just drank. And now you have to drink the rest of it. And this guy is looking at you like you should be richer than you are. But you're not. So you just have to accept the reality that you just put yourself into debt. And you affected you your helicopter? credit score. And that's what happens in my head. It's like a it's a drill. Yeah, it's a jackhammer. And I just, I, I'm getting hot even thinking about it. I like, can tell. I, I passed him my card and I was like, oh. And then the worst part was I had to be to the theater. So I couldn't even like sip and enjoy. I had to sort of like chug and accept. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's sip and enjoy. 
there's chug and accept. Mm-hmm. I did mm-hmm. a lot of acceptance that night. And then I went to the, the uh, theater and they actually had a good wine selection. I was like, God damn it. How much was that? Eight dollars. <laughs> I like going to the theater and you're just like, do you want a cocktail? Yeah, let's have a cocktail. And it's like $50. But you get a souvenir cup. I don't want the cup. That says rent. Well, no, some of them do. And then some just have like the Schubert Theater. I'm like, I don't want your fucking Schubert Theater cup. I know. And then it (laughs) rolls. How many Fulton Theater cups do I have? (laughs) Didn't you go with me to see Mamma Mia? We got like signature cups at this. Yes. Yes, (laughs) I felt like I was in a fever dream. We were dreaming. It's like three o'clock in the afternoon. And I like. The oldest, most Amish people are surrounding us, and we're drinking wine out of a souvenir Fulton Theater cup. And I was like, "Where are we? I don't feel right." Listen, all of a sudden we're at like it at the movie Midsummer. I don't think I should be wearing this bear costume. I just feel really hot right now. Was she wearing a wreath of thorns? God, I love that movie. That was. It was classic. Sure. Lots of movies out right now. I got to see Megan, the movie about the doll. That looks like an Instagram model. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I look at her and I was like, I feel like I know you. Do I know you? I've seen you. Love your blowout. You look great. Speaking of Instagram, so my cousin's getting married next year, which means, of course, I have gone down a wormhole of looking at bridal gowns and deciding what gown. You'll love David's bridal. No, you won't. <laughs> Disclaimer, David's bridal is an absolutely horrible place to go. David's Bridal. You will not love David's Bridal. I have been into David's Bridal. I have no and intention is, of ever going to You got to go sometime. We should pretend that I'm getting married. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll go in and I'll say, you know, I'll change my pronouns and I want to try on a dress. Absolutely. And they will totally accept you because it's David's Bridal. But they'll be gritting their teeth going, this shouldn't yes. be happening at David's Bridal. Know. Can I get it tighter around my crotch? I really want to expose my genitals. Okay, we can do that. Do you want a pantsuit or do you want an A-line ball gown? And she's just, she's square smiling the whole time being like, I'm supposed to be accepting of everybody now here at David's Bridal. It'll be like, I don't think it's going to fit you. And then it's going to be the whole pretty woman. Oh, yeah. And you're going to come back in and with like a Lazaro gown on and be like, big mistake. Huge. Right. Huge. Yeah. Because that's definitely what I want to do. Walk around town in a giant ball. (laughs) Which like in Billy Porter. I always like to draw. Exactly. Billy Porter. Never wearing pants ever again. Hey. Loves a gown. Love, you know, he. it's like a gown. What is it? He kind of wears what. Do you remember when Whoopi Goldberg hosted the Oscars or when she won the Oscars and she was wearing like this Annie Mame outfit where it's like pants. With an overskirt. Yes. I love that look. Do you know so, I have one of those? Yes. I had it custom made. Right. It it's it's so, not on your wall. I yes, love that. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I like that. I th- the, you know, Mr. Blackwell, the uh, the guy that always critiques everyone at the stars. Oh, who's he? he? He's like, you know, if you're on Blackwell's list, the best dressed and worst dressed. Ooh. And he, anytime someone wears one of those, you know, uh, pants, top coat thing, yeah. he always hates it. What? He hates, hates it. It's a, like a it. little tip of the hat to I Love Lucy. It's a little 1950s. I love it. I love it too. I might just wear that. I would do that for, you know, I have often thought about getting married again. Whether Jules is there or not. Sure. I don't know. But I just want to wear the gown is the thing. I want the chance to try on more bridal gowns. because You can always do that. Well, yeah. And then me and Moth are sort of obsessed with looking at these bridal gowns (laughs) because we have people getting married next year. So now we know they're looking for gowns and all this stuff. And 
Have they asked your opinion or are you just taking it upon yourself? I'm taking it upon myself. Okay. But now I'm shopping for myself. And I did say to Moth the other day, I said, you know what we should do next time I come home to visit? We should go to a bridal gown store and just pretend I'm going to get married. And we should try on, I should try on gowns. And she was like, no, I can't be part of the lie. I won't live it. She got very nervous all of a sudden. What is there a lot? It's not like you have to show a card that you're getting married. I know. I could take off the wedding ring and just wear the engagement ring. You don't know my backstory, but I just want to try on dresses. Just do it. I, I don't. I don't. I mean, this isn't. This isn't like a Sam's Club where you have to. Well, present it something. is a little bit more complicated. Why? Because you do have when you go to like try on wedding gowns, you've got this specific time period, and you're you're honestly like these chicks make a, a commission yeah. that that are your sort of bridal gown consultant. So it's uh-huh. almost like if you went shopping for a car knowing full well you weren't going to buy a car, then that guy just wasted an hour of his time, and you're dicking around on the car lot. Which, by the way, some of these gowns are more expensive than cars. Sure. The dumbest thing. For but one now day. Instagram Reels is like, well, you like bridal gowns? Let us show you women having their hopes dashed when they realize they can't afford bridal gowns. So now I'm just getting a feed of women who that are trying cruel. on beautiful gowns, crying. And then one guy's like, this one problem, darling. This is three times your budget. And then you just watch them break down. And there's no, it's a reel. So it's like one minute long. And I was like, oh my God. That's fucking terrible. I'm watching people's dreams get dashed and I can't get enough of it. Can't, isn't there like a rent the runway? Like rent the aisle? I don't know. I don't think you, I mean, there's lots of weird ways to get cheaper ball gowns and, and, and whatnot. I mean, what's the point of, unless you don't plan on, having children like what's the point of keeping it like my mom let had all of my sisters all five of my sisters got married in my mom's wedding dress what did um, they adjust it at all change yeah. anything like take off a sleeve maybe gordon gartrell it mm, i think they changed every one of them changed i think the crown crown yeah like on a, your head yeah there was like a crown with a veil on it Wow. And, um, I think they just had to let it let it out, take it in, let it out. Let it out it to, well, that's that would do a number on my brain. We know that. And well, I mean, my sisters are once they're not all the same shape and size, so yeah. So yeah, but I mean, other than like, what's the point of why would you spend so much fucking money on a dress? That I don't know why. Well, because you're never going to wear it again. Exactly. Unless you could. I mean, you can always resell. You can do fun things with it. I don't know. Maybe fashion. Maybe like. Make it into a mini. I don't know. I still have mine. I love my gown. I'd like to wear it again. Have you worn it since your wedding? No. And how much was this gown? Was not that much. Answer the question. $1,500. $1,500. Do you know how cheap that is compared to other gowns? First of all, don't justify it. I'm already saying. We are really looking each other in the eye. We never look each other in the eye. We're on the spectrum. Only when we're fucking. Oh, and, that, and even that is hard because I'm behind you. That's right. And then you have to crane your head right. and I'm like, and my, look me in yeah. the eye. And my mouth is on my headboard. So yeah. Yeah. And you're gagged. Right. $1,500. You've worn, how long have you two been married? <sighs> 11 years. I had to look at Jules okay. for confirmation. So you spent $1,500 on a dress. You've yeah. worn it once. Absolutely. And that was 15 years ago. 11 years ago. That's what I said. <laughs> but I could still fit into it today. But every woman saves their wedding gown unless you decide to resell it. For what? Well, you know what originally I thought? I was like, oh, I could like have this dyed a different color and I could wear it somewhere glam. 
but I've kept it white. I don't want to, I don't, because it's memento. It's like, that's, it's a big moment in your life. Uh-huh. You want to keep your outfit. How much was your, how much was your suit? $500. Still, how much was Marcus's? A little bit more. Oh, I love this it? game. I love well, this how have, much we game. Have, we didn't have matching. I also grew out of my, everything <laughs> was like super fitted, but now that I'm a little bit bigger, I can't fit into the suit. It's like nothing. It's like a child suit. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what happens. But I don't want to, I mean. But you don't want to get rid of it. See, it's sentimental. Right. You're right. Maybe you take the sleeves off the jacket. <laughs> <laughs> like enjoy Lawrence. But don't like refine it. Yeah, I want like I want to see the strings. Yes. Yeah, like Grunge a, it. Like an Ed Hardy. Yes. Maybe just have like a skull painted on the back. Yeah, while well, you ride your hog down 46th Street. Okay. I'll wear that. You wear your wedding dress because then you can say I've <laughs> worn it now twice. If you that I will not wear my wedding dress, you're wrong. I will do it. You uh, The next time we podcast, you should. And okay, but it's cold it, down here, so can I wear like a long sleeve Henley no, underneath what? it? No. Because I have to be warm. Then you get a shrug and you wear that. Uh-uh. Like you're People going can't to see, but I just shrugged. Mm. I love a good shrug. Don't we all? You know what else I love? I think I like starting this podcast. What do you say? All right. Welcome to Dear Pod, the comedy advice podcast. I'm your host, Austin Butler. And I'm Winona Ryder. And we're coming to you from the Maha'a Bar in the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear it? Boo, you suck. All <laughs> right. <laughs> we're kicking it back to the classics this week. Classic rock here at the Pineapple oh, Ranch. Rock. <laughs> and this week, like all weeks, we're rocking. Every week, damn it, because we're bringing you the advice articles of Ann Landers and Dear Abby. We're uh, we're making them try on bridal gowns and then saying, "Damn you! You can't afford that. Go back into the closet, you stupid girl." We're reading their articles. That's what we do this week, all weeks, every week. So what are you waiting for? Follow us on your social medias at Dear Pod Official on your Insta, your Twitter, your Face. Check out our website, DearPodOfficial.com. But damn it, be sure and go over to Apple Podcasts where you can listen, rate, review, and subscribe. We have some new reviews coming in. We want to hear more and more and more. Because the more you like us, the more we give you, the more we touch each other where we tinkle. Email us, dearpodofficial at gmail.com. Send us an advice question and we shall answer it right here on the air. If you want us to give you advice, damn it, we're not qualified to do so, but we're going to try anyway. Finally, and most importantly, our Patreon page, patreon.com slash dearpodofficial, where for a mere 3 or $5 a month, you can get extra special tidbits in your inbox every week and extra special exclusives, including, most importantly, what we are going to do, and we're going to have more details on this, we are going to attempt a live show in New York City. That is right. We just need to book the location, and you will be told about that. That's actually going to be for our... Instead of our 200th episode, which we will do here in the Pineapple Ranch, I think we drink heavily that day and maybe go to Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. On our, are you ready for this? Yes. Four-year anniversary. Live show! In New York City. Wow. Four years. I'll wear my wedding gown to that. All right, as you should. If you wear your wedding suit. We have to take off the sleeves. I won't be able. I don't. I can't. Look, never say never. And I know that you've been working on your pecs and your upper body and you're working with some guy who's juicing and you're like snorting creatine and all that stuff. Creatine. 
creatine. Uh, are you snorting the creatine? Are you snorting creatines and the the profies and whatever is the juices and the vitamins and the gravies and the berries? I dare you. Okay, well, I see. see your wedding suit and I raise you one wedding gown. It might be pornographic. Hey, Patty. Yes. On our two hundredth episode, we are going to do another Facebook live. And Instagram live that day. So we're going to give you plenty of heads up about that. If you want to join us online so you can watch us live and in person, I'll be topless. So will Patty. Sure. If that makes you come to the party, so be it. So keep your eyes, ears, ass open. (laughs) Is it ass grass? And what is it? Ass gas or grass. Nobody reads. I got to get a shirt. I got to get that shirt. I had that. And I had that shirt and it was in my portfolio. Oh, no. Like your modeling portfolio. Yeah. No. Were you playing tennis in it or something? No. I had, I Your comp card? Flew to, yeah. <laughs> I flew to New York. I got this session. This guy could not ma- have made me more uncomfortable. So like the first like four rolls are just me uncomfortable. And then he's like, let's go outside. I'm like, perfect. It was so cold outside. And we're in like the meatpacking district back when nothing was there. Always. And we're on some like loading dock. And I have his jacket on. And I am like... I, I don't know how much I weighed, but not a lot. And I had oh. big, chunky Aldo boots and the super tight jeans and then the shirt that says, Ask Gas or Grass, and a belt what? buckle that looked, that rivaled, I think, like the Wimbledon trophy. It was so big. <laughs> and then I had just gotten my haircut, which is, I, I don't know why people do this. Never get your haircut and then take headshots. Never. Because it just doesn't. It never ends well. No. And then there's, well, did I tell you the comp card where I look like Ricky Martin? Do you still have copies of these? Yes. It's at my mom's house. This comp card, I don't know what anyone was thinking. I, for, I, <laughs> I did the entire shoot, I had resting bitch face. And it, it just does not look great. And anything, like we shot outside, it was hotter than fuck outside. I was wearing like a four wool sweaters. And this is another thing where like they put you a sweater, they give you a turtleneck, and then you're wearing another sweater, but wrapped around your shorts. And then boots. If it's that cold outside, why do I have shorts on? Why so many layers? I don't know. And everything about it was fucking awful. And then the the cover of the comp card is me as if I am uh, Julio Iglesias. I, Are you wicked tan or something? I'm tan. I have a really tight, <laughs> long sleeve, thin sweater and like these shiny black pants. And I <gasps> look like I'm... Uh, I, don't, I don't know what I'm looking like. When are you going back to Chicago? Hopefully never. No, I don't know when. Can you please, this is worth, I'm ready to get you a plane ticket to literally go and bring this back so that we can can. frame it and put it in the bathroom here at the Maha'a. Why have you been holding out on this? I don't know. I also don't know why I ordered so many comp cards and or headshots. I mean, I I threw out so many like two years ago. I'm like, who did did I think I was? (laughs) Needing this many copies. You're going to need 500 of these because the calls are going to come rolling in. Once, uh-huh. this, once you know, Mark Jacobs sees you in an ass, gas, or grass t-shirt. Who was the, who was the person who said, you know what? This That's shirt. Yeah. This is the one. It brings out your eyes. I don't know. I just, I, it, it's just, I don't know. I these have... are the choices we make, though. This is true. But I love a classic 1980s comp card where everybody thought they had to have an office shot an action shot, a sporting shot. You need mm-hmm. to have different looks. You know, yeah. you need to show that you are versatile. You know what else I like? <sighs> Our theme this week. 
which is actually three steps left of anxiety. Our theme is crabby. Yeah. Irritable. Everybody's feeling it now. We're in that we have IBS. Mm -hmm. Julesy has IBS. I'm convinced. Everybody does. Everybody's got the ibs these days. Mm -hmm. It's trending. Mm -hmm. I have IBM, but that was 1986. So anyway. I had to figure out what the fuck you were talking about. IBM! Vintage! I know. Yes. So it's like Dell Computers. It's like Adele. it's like um, what's his name who plays guitar? Dan. Dan, there he is. Me and Jules talked about him the other day. I said, "Where is he now? And how old is he?" Because that picture was from 1980, and he never updated no. any of his flyers. And it's everywhere. He could actually be dead by now. We don't know. I want to. Find, if anybody of all three listeners, if you've, if you live in the New York City area and you know who Dan is, or have taken his lessons, how did it go? How did it go? And is he still alive? Can somebody report back? Right. Also, check on Dr. Zismore. Yes. <laughs> I love a New York City personality. And if you're listening in like Shanghai or whatever, you got to look up Dr. Zismore. You should. The most terrifying dermatologist I have ever seen. Mm-hmm. It actually looks like he's wearing somebody else's face on his face and in the no ad need, And it's also, there's no need to put before and after pictures. While I'm in the subway, because no. it's fucking terrifying. It's horrifying. It's like a- especially if it's teeth. It's like I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and every picture for him, because he was a dermatologist, was like the girl had looked like a pepperoni pizza. Right. Yeah. But then they randomly he would started putting pictures of his wife on the ads. Do you remember that? No. But she was dressed like she was doing a community theater production of My Fair Lady. She oh. had this huge hat on, like she was going to the Kentucky Derby. Somebody check on Dr. Zismore and Mrs. Dr. and Mrs. Zismore. <laughs> so proud. All right. So our theme this week is crabby irritability. We're all feeling it right now. We're in the dead of winter. But it's weird weather. It's it warm. Is. It's warm. It's okay. We're all going to be underwater in a, a couple of years. So let's get edgy together. Irritability. Crabbiness. Hit me. Let's edge together. Yes. <laughs> this is from the Columbus Ledger. Columbus Georgia, June 16, 1963. Dear Abby, my parents are getting very crabby in their old age. Every time I want to do something, they think of a million things that can go wrong. I've been talking this over with my friends, and they all tell me their parents are the same way. Parents today are too strict about everything. My parents were always this way, but they seem to be getting worse. What can I do? Signed, Prisoner. Parents just don't understand. Prisoner. Prisoner. An angsty teen. I'm a prisoner. You don't understand me, man. This isn't a jail. I get rid of my wife. America. Do, will you do my favorite? The kid in the basement. The kid in the basement whose mother keeps asking if he wants cookies. You did this on one episode where you what? were like, "God, get close the door, Ma. God, get out, Ma." It made me so happy. And I was like, "Patrick, do you want some blondie?" I'm, I'm doing a podcast. God. Okay, I'll leave them at the top of the Don't stairs. Don't just shut the door. God. Oh, God, okay. Don't just, uh, but you want, you want oh, milk? Oh, can it just be understood? <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my favorite Patrick characters. God, ma, God, Don't, uh, ah, <laughs> quit it. Hot pockets. Oh, no. okay, you want them? I'll leave them here. Just, 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 Don't eat them. Uh, They're very hot, Patrick. Let uh, them cool down. What do you mean? Do you want a pepperoni uh, pizza God, hot pack? Questions. Okay. I'm just going to close this. Oh, God. Go get fucked. Questions. <laughs> 
Oh my god, my chins! It's making me laugh. So her answer is. And yes, the answer is. Dear prisoner. God. Well. You can thank your lucky stars that you have parents who care enough about you to worry about the million things that can go wrong before that they before they do. Ew. No. This is like, this is like um, anytime someone talks to me about like something about like their parents or whatever, and um, if I were to turn to them, like at least you have a dad. Oh, I knew you were gonna do it. And take and the then, wind right out of the sails. And then people. Are like yeah, but you know yeah. Well, at least you have a dad. Uh, but because I, I watch uh, people do this to other people, and it's like, <sighs> yes, I'm sorry that your dad died. I'm sorry my dad died. We don't need to negate what other what other people are going through because that's their reality. Oh yes, this is not about you. It's not, yes. It, they're not making fun of us because we don't have a dad. They're just saying I have a problem with my dad. Yeah. <laughs> At least, well, at least you have. Oh, at least you have. Oh, and then instantly it's like, Pew! right? Because then they're like, well, like obviously I wanted, can't fight with that. I wanted to talk to you about something, but now that you're going to be a prick about your dead dad, and it's not like it happened. I mean, I say it in jest to make everyone uncomfortable, but I'm doing this. <laughs> but that's entirely different. That is inter- I just want to make you squirm for yeah. like thirty seconds. I would never sit there and be like, <sighs> well, my dad. You're lucky died. you have one. 22 okay. years ago. Isn't it so nice that you get to complain? Yeah. Um, maybe you want you tell your dad that because I have to go to the cemetery and tell my dad that <laughs> I'm disappointed. Oh, in him. Jesus. And it's really hard to talk into that tin can that goes into the ground. <laughs> yeah. It's hard, you know, after three hours of digging to then open up the vault and open up the casket and yell at him. Yeah. And, say, and then try the to move his hand. Right. Exactly. And then you have to put him back in and yeah. then you have to close the lid. And then because... I have to glue the hand back because it, you know, snapped off because, you know. And you don't want to have to pay for a reburial. And right. it's, you know. So I do it in the dead of night. <laughs> <laughs> when they can't Duh. get caught. I, who did this? And he was cremated. <laughs> <laughs> like, you have to go to the, the columbarium. You take him out. You open yeah. up the urn. You shake some on the ground. You At yell. At least you have parents. But, mm. yeah. He keep complaining. <laughs> and frankly... uh. Now we're all at an age where we completely understand why our parents are like, I don't want to do it. They just don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to go. Everything's going to, we won't be able to find parking. We won't be able to get out quickly. And no. That's only me when I want to go to Brooklyn or when someone asks me. Oh my God, I'm going to Brooklyn tonight for a show. Godspeed. It's your own fault. I know it is. All right, here's what I got for you. It comes from the Longview Daily News, Longview, Washington, December 26th, 1964. Irritable mother may need physical checkup. Dear Ann Landers, I am a girl 11 years old. My mother is 41 years old. Everything I do, I get yelled at. My life was beautiful until two years ago when my baby brother showed up. I get along just fine with my dad, but my mother yells at me for every little thing. In the morning, she yells at me because I am slow and she's afraid I will be late for school. At night, she yells at me because I watch too much TV. Sometimes I can hear her yelling in my dreams. Do you think if I left home for a while and went to live with my aunt, my mother would appreciate me? Or would it just, would this just mean that my little brother would get all the attention instead of 99% which he is getting now? Signed, Too Old to Be Loved. Dear Too Old, don't pack. Stay where you are. Your little brother is getting the same attention you got when you were his age. You're a big girl now and you don't need this kind of attention. And he does. Ask your dad to suggest to your mother that she get a little physical checkup. 
She's at an age where little things like two-year-old boys can, ha- can get on our nerves. Doctors have some new medicine now, which could be very helpful. It's called lithium. Enjoy yourself. And it's called lithium mixed with vodka. I'll leave it at the top of the stairs for you, Patrick. Oh, God! Lock the door! All right. I thought you liked vodka. All right. Thank you. I'll be downstairs. Just go away! (laughs) For good! You know, some people Disappear! Woman! (laughs) And that was Patrick as a 12-year-old boy. Yeah, but no one came down the stairs. You know why she's a bitch? She had a baby at 40. What? This chick. Oh. She said she's like, 41. Or she had a ba- like another baby 40. at 39. She's like, God damn it. I thought I was over this. Uh, some... I'm five years away from menopause and now I have a toddler. God damn it. It's like that rogue gumball that's stuck in the machine when you think it's empty and all of a sudden it comes out. Oh, you hear that? Do you hear? That oh, was actually, that, that would good. be the sound. If I had a child right now, the sound would just be a. Do you remember in um, growing up in grocery stores where. Jimmy Fund. What? Sorry. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something. Okay, go ahead. Do you go. think you can read my mind? I really felt like I could. I'm intuiting. Um, when there used to be like a wall full of um, candy dispensers. Oh, yes. And you can get like the hand that you slap against the wall and, you know, it's like whatever. And then there was- Slime uh, right. or whatever. Gumballs, shit like that. Yeah. And then there was the one, I think I maybe mentioned this before, and it was a standalone and it was big and it was a chicken. And you'd put your money in, and the thing would rotate and howl like a chicken, and then your thing would come out. Oh, that is so worth it. That's a good— You you got a lot for your quarter with that, but I never saw that. Well, yeah, you got fucking entertainment. Yes. A little bit of embarrassment because I'm here. I just put 50 cents in, and I'm standing there looking at something that is— Birthing. Birthing. And And you're going to eat it. And everyone's looking at me, and so I'm like a loser— Doing this thing all for like a gay little toy. But oh, I thought it was a gumball from like 1960 <clears throat> that you crack it, your molars on. It could have been. Something like oh, that. Oh, and then something was in the egg. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. fun. I never had that growing up. Well, I think after a while, people are like, if you put this by the stamps one more fucking time, I gotta <laughs> listen to that thing. Because it was. It was near like the woman, like, can I get a book of stamps at the grocery store? And she's just like, mother. Fucker. Damn it. Did you just buy that fucking egg? Just push it to the, uh, put it put it by produce, okay? The chicken doesn't work because I unplugged it, Dan. <laughs> I unplugged it. No, see, I never had that. We only ever had, um, there was there was like the chiclet dispensary. What? Which I would do chiclets. You remember the, the gum chiclets? Yes. Yes. We had that. And I would do that a lot because you got a lot of bang for your buck with that quarter. Sure. You got like six or seven of those because that roughly makes, like six or seven chiclets makes half a stick of gum. Yeah. And you had the hard gumballs, which always seemed like a good idea. Never a good idea. And then you put it in your mouth and it's, You're and like, you can Why? hear your jaw shift. Yeah. All of your teeth ran to the back of your throat. Yeah. Ugh. It's coming. <laughs> She's going to put the blue gumball in. Run. Everybody jump ship. Get him, get him somewhere safe. It's so sharp. Ooh. Your front teeth are like, I've got this, kid. Save yourselves. <laughs> I'll try to block it. I'll try to block it. I'll make it go straight down her throat. It's chipping. It's chipping. Run. <laughs> the colors Run, are Mullen. everywhere. Run. All I see is blue. All I see is blue. It hurts. Incisors are like, I can't help him. I can't, <laughs> I can't help him. Just go down the throat. If we try to choke her out, it is better. Kill him. Kill him. 
<laughs> and the other thing in front of the grocery store, because we had we had Johnny's Food Master in Boston, Massachusetts, which is now a Whole Foods, which is so depressing. Because oh. Johnny's Food Master was always like, I don't know how long this Wonder Bread has been here, but I'll take a risk. Johnny's Food Master. I'm Johnny. I'm the Johnny Food Master. I'm the master of all your foods. Could there be a more Boston name of a supermarket? No. Welcome to Johnny's fucking food master. You'll all want the bread. That's all we got. We only got white bread. None of this pansy ass whole wheat grain shit. Johnny's wicked bread mod. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? Milk? I don't have any of your fucking specialty milk. It's on the milk. fucking sign. Bread mod. Whole milk. Only whole. <laughs> or I'll stick it in your hole. None of your oat. None of your almond. None of your fucking coconut. Ask me another question. I'm going to set your mom on fire and throw her at you. <laughs> you know what we got today? We got Enemans loaves. Two for one. Only Enemans. You got someone coming en- over the house. You en- want to en- feel like a fucking fancy I don't judge. want an Enemen. You I want, want an Entimans. Enemen. It's an Enema loaf. <laughs> There's en- something wrong with this loaf. <laughs> <laughs> it's an Enema loaf. <laughs> this is, I don't feel great. I hate the whole thing. No, I keep eating oh. more. I can't. You have company over. You want to act like a fancy motherfucker. You put out a lemon enemon loaf. I'm sorry. I thought I ordered the Entenmann's loaf. No, you didn't. The- you didn't. You didn't. You're at Johnny's Food Master. It's, it's, an, a- it's an animal loaf. Hey, at Johnny's Food Master, what goes in must come out angrily. <laughs> if you want to get rid of your company as fast as they come in, you're going to serve them an animal loaf, and you're going to have a good time. Johnny's Food Master. Whole milk is two for one because I can't move this shit. It's also about two weeks over its expiration date. <laughs> Carol's egg mod. They might be fresh. Good luck. I don't know. They Open came it. from her backyard. <laughs> and I got Bud Light over here. Coors Light, Bud Light, whole wheat, whole, well, Wonder Bread, always white, whole milk. That's all that we got at Johnny's Welcome Food Welcome to Bro- Proud Boys, Boston, Massachusetts mod. <laughs> Only white eggs. <laughs> Jesus Christ. A bridge too far. (laughs) That's the story. That's my autobiography. (laughs) Oh, no, no. That was me taking it too far. Oh, a bridge too far. Yeah, yeah. All right, hit me. This is from the North Adams transcript, North Adams, Massachusetts. Charlie's food master. (laughs) November 29th, 1995. Dear Abby. Irritated in Ohio wrote to say she was upset that her 38-year-old husband phones his parents twice daily. You couldn't understand why that irritated her. Obviously, you have never had to deal with nosy parents. Consider yourself fortunate. At least you have parents. (laughs) (laughs) I am a university professor in my late 30s, married for more than a decade with older children of my own. I live several hundred miles from my parents who sound very much like irritated's in-laws. My parents expect a weekly telephone report of my activities. If I don't call, I, too, get the guilt trip. When we travel, we were instructed to call upon our return so my folks will know we are not lying dead on the highway somewhere. Mother and dad pry into our lives. They insist on knowing what my wife and I do, what we buy, how much we spend, and what we're having for dinner, dinner, etc. Their interest goes far beyond idle curiosity. It's always followed up by my father passing judgment on whatever we did. The last time they visited, he revealed that his father asked how much money I make, how much I save, and what my bank balance is. My parents treat my married siblings the same way, even asking questions about their sex lives. (gasps) No! When we protest that we're being treated like children instead of responsible adults, they act as if they've been wounded. My wife says 
there's still an umbilical cord between my parents and me. I've tried to be more assertive by waiting for them to call me so I won't have to spend my money on long-distance calls that amount to nothing more than 45 minutes of meddling. I love and respect my parents, but there are boundaries, and they don't know where theirs should be. I suspect you'll find that there are many others in the same boat. Signed, 30 plus and still treated like a child. This is still the question? Yes. What's the question? Uh, I don't I don't remember. <laughs> There's no question. She just wanted a bitch <laughs> for like five pages. Dear 30 plus, I was taken aback by the number of letters I received that echoed your sentiments. Keeping the lines of communication open is great is of great importance, but it should never be at the expense of the privacy of adult children. More on this tomorrow. Why would I? I don't. I already wrote the one letter. Now I gotta. Now I gotta. I gotta wait buy that, a new newspaper and, to get the rest to like, be continued. Fuck off. <laughs> Answer it in one. Like you've got some time. I know. Well, she only had so much ink that week. They could, sure. you know, you have to make it fit. Okay. But it's like, remember when you would get a newspaper and you'd read an article. And it would be on the front page, and they would say continued on page thirty-one, and I was like, I don't need to know. Well, then you get to thirty-one, and it's literally like four four more pages. Like, oh, I don't have the time for this. No, exactly. I don't have patience for news. No, it's like if I click on a news article. This is why like USA Today. It's very brief. (gasps) Oh, and that's why they put it in front of. I I miss like hotels when they would put USA Today in front of your door, whether you liked it or not. It's news for dumb people like myself. Oh yeah. I don't have an attention. Just give me a pamphlet. I don't want. I don't know what happened today. But that's like not too much. If you click on a news article and the second that it's behind the paywall, that's when I'm like, no, I don't need to. Yeah, I don't care what happened. I don't care. You could tell me where the asteroid is going to hit, and it's going to be my house, and (laughs) but I don't. I don't know. I don't I need the want coordinates. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to survive, it. right? What am yeah. I going to do? Catch it? So so be it. Right. It means that I will never make it to page 36 Is to find Earl out Smith what's plane? going on. Well, I'm dying. No. <laughs> I hope don't they are. Close your eye. I don't know what the song is. Said, I don't want to fall asleep. Uh, now, he talks to them twice a day. My Jules used to talk to his mother a lot, I guess, when he was in high school. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then eventually his friend was like, God! Shit! Stop talking to your ma! You're telling her too much stuff! God! Jimmy, I have some cookies for you at the top of the stairs. Throw them down! Just lock the door! Shut up! I don't need to... Get throw- in an accident! Oh, God! Stop fine. <laughs> but I talked to Moth once a day because, well, you know, we got to check on her. Right. Make sure she's doing well. You're like the Judds. Oh, do the Judds talk a lot? Well, not since she killed her. Oh, God! That's right! Uh, which which Judd? I, was it Winona? No, Naomi. Naomi. I mean, let's be Hurricane honest. Hurricane Y. Is How many still people have alive. their finger on the pulse of the Judds? <laughs> Every- sorry, sorry. Wow. Sorry. How many? I didn't mean that at wow. all. But that was very well done. I mean, <laughs> you're crass and insensitive. I well know. Done. I know. Just I don't to really know much Aaron about the Judds. How many people have the finger on the pulse of the Judds? Well, uh, yeah. Well, not many. <laughs> Anymore. Does anybody have anything else to say on this article? Uh, I'm moving on from the Judds. I have one final article for you. Hey, hey, would you like one final article about irritability, uh, crankiness, and whatnot? Okay, okay, good. Everybody get edgy because this comes from the Nashville banner. Nashville, Tennessee, baby. October 18th, 1956. Medical care necessary if he's on dope. (laughs) Dear Ann Landers, I'm terribly upset. Please try to help me. 
I have no one to tell this to, and it's serious. I'm positive my boyfriend is taking dope. He has several little <laughs> marks on his arm, and they are unmistakably from needles. He's become very nervous and irritable lately, and I can't seem to reach him. Is there anything I can do to help him? Please tell me at once. I'm turning into a nervous wreck myself. The change in this fellow is, in just a few months, is enough to make me sick. Please hurry. Signed, Miss D. I like that she was probably like, oh, shit, this is from five months ago. Miss D. Miss D. So not like Misty. Dear Miss, not Misty, Miss D. D. Dear D, if your boyfriend is on the needle, he must have professional care. Urge him to see a doctor at once. The government has institutions for people who are cursed with this illness. In many cases, the treatment is extremely successful. Crime and dope go hand in hand. Get your boyfriend to a doctor before he does something he may regret for the rest of his life. A law was passed at the last session of Congress calling for the death penalty for anyone found guilty of peddling dope. Jesus, in my opinion, the death penalty isn't strong enough. Aeon! What is stronger than the death penalty? Uh, I don't know. Like, make, I'm so sorry, everybody. Making sure that I, they go straight to hell, Ike? I don't know. <laughs> For dope. Dope. Needle dope. But wait, needle dope. So uh, that's why I was like, isn't dope the weed? That's what yes, I know. Mom. It's a casual. When the kids, Patrick, are you smoking dope down I'm doing there? I want. I can smell it from up smell here. Smell this. You smell like a skunk down Ugh, there, Patrick. Skunk, you. Do you want me to bake it into some of these I want brownies? you to bake yourself in the oven and die. <laughs> God. 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 Oh. Quack. Hang yourself with a telephone cord. Ugh. Oh, my God. That's really Take specific. A oh, okay. I will. What dope is there that goes in needles? Is she talking about the... Is, is dope like a, sh- a short name for heroin, though? I don't remember Why that. Why are you looking at us as if we were I, I, I'm looking at Jules because he deals it. Julesy, when you used to ride the snake, was it called dope? Oh. oh. All right. I think it's time. What do you say? Is cool. it time to move on to Instagram mail? Sure. Let's make some magic happen. Let's do something magical. It's, it's time. time. For Instagram, Instagram mail, mail. Patrick. Mom, I have Instagram uh, mail for you. It's mail. at the top oh, of the stick. You can't read it. It's illegal. Would you like me to send it down oh, to you? It's addressed to me. I don't need to look yeah. you in the eye. Okay, let me. I'll Ooh, put it I'm in a call bucket. Cops. Instagram oh, mail. Did Instagram you, mail. It's can my you mail. Can you tell people where they Damn can it. Instagram mail us? Stupid. Tell, tell them good people. It, tell them to write to Instagram. You tell them. Okay, I will. Ah. Dearpodofficial at gmail.com. And you can slide into Patrick's DMs at Dear Pod Official. Is it okay? Do you like your Instagram? Shut up! Okay, I'm gonna leave you these. I'm gonna leave you the mail at the top of the stairs. I'm just gonna back out. I won't turn my back. Get out of here! (laughs) We have one Instagram mail question this week, and it's bound to be a doozy. Damn it! So, so hit me with it. Dear Pod, I have had it with my hair. Long, short, bob, bangs, crimped, curled, you name it, I tried it. I want to see how I, how I would feel if I shaved it all off. Some supermodels do it, and they look terrific. My friends say I'm too vain, and it'll be a disaster. What do you say to taking chances? Signed, 8-Ball Corner Pocket. Shag by level Bob Dorothy Hamble do! That's from Hedwig, everybody. Mm. My favorite. Dear 8-Ball, is your name Demi, Sinead, Rose McGowan, Judith Light, and Wit? 
I didn't think so. Get a hairdresser to suit you up with a bald cap and walk around town a bit. If you get applause and you go, girl, then proceed. If you get, you're so brave, we're praying for you, or are you with the Lilith Fair? Oh. Then you better have a no- and you also better have a good noggin free of Mc- Mikhail Gorbachev birthmarks. Yeah. Otherwise, you'll have to hit up the Dolly Parton wiggle rama till it grows out. You know what? Do what you want. <laughs> Blow up your life, eight ball. It's always girls like you with gorgeous hair that pull this crap, and then the ones with the thin, fine hair envy everything that you have when you're about to send your hair off to locks of love. Uh. No need to follow up. I already know what you're gonna do. So angry. So bald. Yeah, that's it's a real uh, potpourri of you don't know what's happening on your head. Correct. You could have a flat head. You could have been one of those babies that wasn't shifted in their seat. You could be a cone head. You don't know. You don't know. Hair hides a myriad of uh, disasters that are happening under the surface. Yes, I think I have a birthmark or something at the top of my head. So if I. Do you know that? I can feel it. Did the PRP people tell you when they were drilling your head last week? No. Uh, Sometimes I wonder if I could pull off no hair. Mm. All right. Here's Anne's answer. Are you ready? Yes. Okay, good. There was a pause. I wasn't sure. Dear 8-Ball, what do I say for taking chances? I say go for it. Best case scenario, you look like Millie Bobby Brown. Worst case, you look like Voldemort. If it's the latter, you can always get a starter kit from the Suzanne Summers wig line on QVC. It worked for Lisa Rinna. Shaving one's head is always a game of Russian roulette. There's so many questions. What's the shape of my head? Do I have any bumps and dings? Will it be smooth and sexy like Bruce Willis? Oh, will I look like sloth from the Goonies? There's no way to know until you try. But now a warning. And to quote Meryl, Meryl Streep in Death Becomes Her, now a warning? Now a warning? If you do shave your head and find you look more like Mr. Burns than Danny Guerrero, hair growth can take time and hair texture may change. You will have to go through that uncomfortable pixie phase. Please note, when a woman has a pixie haircut, the next step is a nervous breakdown. Most people think pixie cut says to the world, I'm carefree. What it really says is, I'm one glass of Chardonnay away from crying myself to sleep on the bathroom floor and eat, pray, loving it up and down the eastern seaboard. Disclaimer done. Good luck, you risk-taking, moon-headed son of a bitch, and send pictures. Ayyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyy
or something? Because I think I bought that too. Oh, maybe it was dirt. Yeah, and it was yeah dirt clay Do you clay have dirt dirt dirt. Hair? Anything with one syllable, wherever it is, it's sitting next to a skinny girl margarita. It's one I, of those flash in the pan moments. I uh, bought dirt and I could not ever get it out of my fucking head. It literally was dirt. Yeah. Yeah. I'm having an issue with my deodorant at this moment. Build up? Because it doesn't wash off. <gasps> but it's doing its job. I don't want it to do deodorant that. Deodorant gets under there and it's like, I got you. I'm here. But forever. Yeah. What kind of deodorant? I don't really remember. I bought it a lot less. Oh, which is probably my own. no. Whose fault is that? Did you see that one reality show where uh, the girl, I think it was like a, a Bravo thing where um, th- there's a lot of people that don't like Bethany Frankel. Oh, yeah. One was like, fuck skinny girl. Why the fuck? Like she was like, she was so irritated that a brand was called skinny girl. Oh, well, that's kind of one of the things that's the issue with it now is that because we're in a body positivity moment mm-hmm. in time, which I'm sure will be, <laughs> look, I've been in the body negativity moment my right. whole life, so right. I don't understand this body positivity stuff that's happening, but people are like, it's skinny girl. Ah, God, quit it, Ma. Change the name. Why does everybody have to be skinny? Uh! Body dysmorphia girl. Yeah. That's Of course, I drank all of those things. Oh, I never. That just looked like garbage oh, to me. It was, but it didn't stop me from drinking it. And she made a fortune out of it. Fortune. But now she thinks that she can go around swinging her D and telling everybody what they do and don't do. I can't stand the person that is her. She is. I, she she does everything and talks about everything. And she's, and she's like the unofficial thinks, expert on all of it. Right. And yeah. it's like, if you're such a fucking expert on everything... Why and of course, happy? then she says, but I'm here to empower women entrepreneurs. You're full of shit. Shut your mouth with skinny girl. Yeah, that should be a drink one, one of these weeks, just so you can try it. it she had like Cosmo. Crap. She had spicy margarita, regular margarita. I think she came out with mojito. She had a whole collection. Remember uh, that one time where Kelly Ben Simone was like, but you're not really a chef. You're more of like a cook, right? Oh, I love and it. she's like, what? She's like, yeah, you're like, I know chefs, but you're more like a cook. You're a cook. Yeah. Like, you're like a she, line cook. And it got, kept needling yeah. her, needling her. And she was right. I mean, you know I, didn't what? Really, I didn't really care for Kelly Ben Simone, but. I don't like any of them. I don't understand someone that's like, yeah, this is my city. And she's running. She's jogging. But she's jogging in Times Square. <laughs> and she's jogging no in the one, middle of the street. No one is jogging unless you just mugged somebody. No one is running No one Times runs, Square. yeah. Unless you're trying to get away from that Elmo who just molested you when you took a picture with him. Unless you're late for the theater, no one is running in That Times was Square. one of the funniest segments. If you ever watched Real Housewives, that it was like, Kelly was nutso. Mm-hmm. She was Lodi Tudes. And they were like, what are you into? And she's probably like, running. All right, good. Let's get some footage of you running. How about in the park? No. But it's like Phoebe Buffay running. She's just sort of like, it's. she's like, yeah, I'm going to run down Fifth Ave uh, around 930 in the morning when there's a lot of crosstown traffic. She literally is on Broadway uh, and like 47th Street. Her hair is blown out like she's on like she's fucking Cindy Crawford. Yeah. She looks shiny because she's put on some sort of specialty moisturizer. I've never seen anyone, any woman run in New York like that ever. Ever. No. Anyway. Unless it is away from somebody who's a mugger or something. <laughs> right, yeah, truly. Fine. And usually she's screaming, which right. is a great way to run in New York. What if that was just the way you ran? What if the just marathon screaming? was just a bunch of people running and screaming? I would imagine I'd be out of breath at a certain point. Yeah, but then you burn more calories. Well, I'd also be dead. Eh. 
It's the price to... you pay for looking hot. That's right. That's right. <gasps> Speaking of death, it smells good in here, doesn't it? It's Jim. Jimmy smells like fruit. He's a fruity guy, and it you smells lovely. You are what you eat. <laughs> 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 Patrick, do you want a cocktail? <laughs> no! Ah! I do. I'm going to do it myself. I'm going to do it. Then sing it for Where's me. Where's my pop tart? It's time Stop. for oh. a specialty cocktail. Specialty drink. You're not supposed to drink because you're under 21, but for today I'll let you drink. Would you like a sip of wine? That'll be $29, please. Welcome to New York. We've been waiting for you. Welcome to New York. Please pay for my rent. Clear your savings out. Welcome to New York. $30 for half a glass of wine. It wasn't even a big pour. That is the more offensive thing. You know when they give you that that kind of red wine glass that has a nice heavy lip in it and you just go just above that line? No! And as much as I love Vanguard, which is our place where we like to go and hang because it's a very quiet wine bar with not a lot of people there, so you have a shy pour. It all depends on the person. But I have not gone there in three years because I don't drink wine anymore. Period, full stop. Yeah. Do you miss it at all? No. I don't want you to tell me why you don't drink wine. Well, I've because done this four times now, and you're so fucking dense. I don't. <laughs> okay, next week's specialty cocktail is wine, goddammit. Fuck off. It's or barefoot. skinny girl margarita. It's but for leg. this week. Let's have peg leg wine. Oh. Just, just like one footprint, and then the other one is a peg leg. Okay, and Jesus wine. Right. But in the meantime, this week's specialty cocktail is the salty dog. Don't you dare bother James Jules Ferris today. He has no time for your nonsense and needs you to back up and give him some space. God, ma! For this, you will need one and a half ounces of vodka, three quarters of an ounce of St. Germain elderflower liqueur. Love this drink already. I love Germain. I love her. I love Germaine Dupree. Mm. Four ounces of fresh grapefruit juice, one quarter of an ounce of fresh lime juice, and two dashes of Dale DeGroff's Pimento Aromatic Bitters. Ooh, I'm going to like this a lot. Start by frosting half the rim. Frost your rim of a highball glass with a lime wedge and sea salt. Fill the ingredients over ice and stir. Garnish with with a fresh basil sprig. Oh, oh fuck your mom in the oh, throat. it's so summery. <laughs> Here are the tasting notes. We're at the beginning of a new year, and it already has been one of those weeks. The House of Representatives just keeps sucking on a daily basis. The city is filled with holiday tourists, and they're all in my way. My visa card got compromised this week, and it appears I did not win at the Golden Globe Awards again. Needless to say, I am crabby and very salty to be around. What a perfect condition to be in to enjoy a retooled version of this week's specialty cocktail, the Salty Dog. Arr! I say retooled because that is exactly what King Cocktail Dale DeGroff did to the original version of this drink. The original version asks for two different types of vodka, where the new version eliminates one of them and adds more citrus and a bit of sweetness to the drink. Just one sip and the world looks a little brighter and your attitude towards humanity might shift towards the positive. If not, just keep drinking until you don't care how loud the people are talking in front of you on the train. Oh, Christ, they won't shut up. I'm going to need another one of these. You got to accentuate the positive and eat. And drink with the negative. Oh, this is very exciting. So Julesy just handed us. Uh, this is real-time information, everybody. Julesy handed us a drink with our one of my Christmas gifts. 
which was the uh, sexy dancer boy straws. Oh, so we have we two men that are holding on to the. Oh, you can move him up and down the straw. I wanna lick you up. Oh my God, he's working the pole. What's yours name? What's your? Uh... I'm gonna call him. No, it says it on his hand. Oh, I was gonna name him. Mine is Nick. Chris. Oh, I got Chris. I want to know you. why this gentleman is wearing suspenders if he's only wearing briefs. Because you got to help keep him up. Okay. You don't know if he has a, a loose elastic on his <laughs> two exist undies. Cheers. Okay. Oh my God. Well, that's delicious. If you give me a drink with a straw, it will disappear faster than your virginity. It is like the, me. Social anxiety and liquor with a straw. Bad idea. Bad idea, but such a good idea. Yeah. Well, that's when I black out. This is one of the most delicious drinks we have ever had on this podcast. I shit you not. And he knows me. I'm getting chills. I'm getting... Oh, yep. There it is. Nips are hard. Uh, Mm. I couldn't tell. Normally... This is dangerous. Okay. Because... Why do I like it? It's got everything that I like in it. I love anything with St. Germain. But for some reason, and I think it's like the bitters, it's also like very aromatic because it has that basil in it. I love the basil. It is brunchy. We do. I love Tony Basil. We do brunchy cocktails a lot on this, but this is like next level. And you gave it to me with a straw. So it's fruity. It's light. It feels dietetic. It's got grapefruit juice, which means it's going to hold on to my intestines on its way down the chute mm. and clean me out. Mm. And whatever the bitters are at the end, pimento. it makes it go, what's pimento? Is it salty or cheesy or what's pimento? I don't understand what pimento is. My rim is perfect as it is. I don't like to put salt in my rim because it tends to burn, especially if I'm about to wipe. Oh, tell me about it. But then it's nice. It sloughs off the dead skin. Right. It's so good. Am I crazy? This is like the best drink we've had. This is good. I like it. My tongue is a little bit numb, too, so I, was, I don't know what that's about. It, it might be a little bit of cocaine in here. Because my <laughs> There's something. Is a little... <laughs> okay. I'm This podcast I have ever heard. Cut to like both of us are allergic to something that we don't know. <laughs> I know. Still right now. <laughs> you guys, is, is it supposed to close your throat when you drink? The salty dog? Do you have an electrical problem? I don't feel right. Now we're all talking like Mike Tyson. <laughs> I have a question about your shirt. Oh. what? What is this? This is from the Ani DeFranco concert. Oh, God. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, I It's asked. a girl holding a sign that says choice. Because some of us have choices, Patrick, so and some she, of us don't. She's wearing spandex shorts and a miniskirt? Uh, I think it's With a, a G.I. Jane cut? Yeah, that's about right. Okay. Are you judging my shirt? And, of course, barefoot. No, she's got boots on. How do you know? It doesn't look like boots. It looks like she hasn't shaved her legs. I also know that this is her, the Ani DeFranco logo for Righteous Babe Records. I gotta go. So, (laughs) does anybody else want to talk about my lesbian (laughs) leadings? (laughs) No, I've lost interest. Listen, when I wear a velvet choker to Ani DeFranco, Mom, get off my jock! And make sure my Doc Martens are shined and my, my Army Navy pants are pressed. Does my mullet look good, Ma? Fuck off. <laughs> no need you. This episode of Dear Pod is mixed and edited by Jim Ferris and is a property of Pineapple Ranch Productions. 